The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 3197. The Bad Batch Season 2 is now complete, and they've left us a lot to consider as far as possibilities go for Season 3. If there is a Season 3, which, I mean, come on. But, yeah, we'll get to all of that today in our Deep Dive episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So as of yet, we do not have an official announcement about whether there will be a Season 3 of The Bad Batch. But come on, <laughs> there's gotta be, right? So we know, of course, that there will be a panel on The Bad Batch at Star Wars Celebration London, which I have been lucky enough to get into. I cannot remember whether I'm in live or if I'm on a streaming stage, but that's okay. I'm in the thing so as soon as we find out from there i will give you all a shout and let you know what's going on but yeah that would be the place where i'd expect them to announce a season three in fact i'm almost you know, wondering whether the plan to get through all the episodes was as much about trying to clear the decks for the back half of the mandalorian as well as getting it all out and done so that way they could consider talking about it in season at celebration and announcing season 3 once season 2 was done but what might we actually see in season three? Well, we've been given a couple of obvious ideas and also a couple of eh, not so obvious ones. So the overarching thing that we've been given to understand is that the Bad Batch does not want to be separated from Crosshair. Even though Hunter was initially unsure about the mission to Ariadu in the summit, that was episode 15, it wasn't necessarily about the fact that he had written off Crosshair necessarily, and certainly Omega and Wrecker and Tech have not written off Crosshair. The issue was only about the risk that that particular mission entailed. And yeah, I have a feeling Hunter's probably going to be kicking himself a little bit over this one, but you know, what are you going to do? You got to move on, and they've got... <laughs> things to attend to, particularly the fact that now Omega has been taken. So yes, from an overarching perspective, Crosshair getting him back into the fold is the goal, but a more pressing situation that now presents itself is getting Omega back. And so depending on how many seasons they were hoping for or planning for for the Bad Batch, we may end up getting Omega freed in season three and then having to wait some more time for Crosshair. Or if the third season ends up being the final one, then they'll probably get them both back by the end of that one. I suppose there is a possibility we could lose another member of the Bad Batch and maybe <laughs> could be crosshair out of all of this because they've now proven to us that they are willing to sacrifice members of the Bad Batch for this storyline. Shocking as it was to see Tech fall off of that rail car, you know, actually to just shoot his connection to it so that way they could take off and be safe. Yeah, they've proved that 
nobody is safe, and so now this creates a lot of dramatic possibility for season three. Another thing that we are likely going to find out more about is what exactly Dr. Hemlock has Nala Se doing on behalf of the Emperor. The idea of it being cloning related because of what we eventually see in the rise of skywalker and what we saw in the mandalorian on the way there about how basically the emperor wants to make himself immortal that's a safe presumption i think and that's one that i've made already on the podcast that the work is about figuring out how to transfer his essences his essence across to a clone body to a younger healthier body that's one aspect of things but there is another aspect that we haven't really talked about on the podcast before at least not in concert with this bad batch stuff and that is the force sensitivity issue one of the challenges that palpatine was having was creating a clone that would be force sensitive that could actually use and manipulate the Force like a Sith would. That, as we know, posed a challenge for Palpatine and his minions and, oh, Moff Gideon and his efforts with Dr. Pershing and the Sith cultists in The Rise of Skywalker and all their work that they'd been doing prior to it, and we even saw some of that in the Shadow of the Sith novel from Adam Christopher. That's the other big challenge, creating a clone that can interact with the Force the way a Sith would. And so that may be the other aspect of things that is being worked on by Nala Se. And it occurred to me that there's also this thing called Project Harvester. It was referenced in the Star Wars book that came out a couple of years ago. Um, the deal with that was, it was about the Empire's plan to kidnap Force-sensitive children, though Project Harvester was specifically about putting them in a secret training facility and making them become sort of Palpatine's eyes and ears, his you know dark side spies across the galaxy and whatnot. But you could also imagine a situation where, well, if they're kidnapping kids, then why wouldn't they end up experimenting on them as well? I don't know if that's a little too dark for the content of the Bad Batch, but it's certainly not an it's not a difficult leap to make as far as a thing Palpatine would consider doing in order to further his immortality goals. Another thing that has been gently hinted at in season two of The Bad Batch is the possibility of a mass clone uprising of some sort. So we heard in season two about how more and more clones were realizing what had been done to them, were throwing off the the reins of Order 66 and were disappearing with the help of Rex. And you might imagine that there are other networks who are getting clones out of the Empire and trying to find places to settle them so they can start a new life away from the Empire and to be safe and be taken care of in a way that just decommissioning is definitely not going to. And taking them as test subjects to Mount Tantus is not going to make them safer either. Quite the opposite. But Rex is looking to build something bigger and for... Echo's purposes, he's thinking about it in terms of just saving his brothers, but Rex, I think, has bigger ambitions. This could also end tragically as well and be a heartbreak kind of situation for season three, because by the time we see Rex again in canon storytelling, that's over in 
um, Star Wars Rebels, and it's just he and a couple other clones who are hanging out quietly someplace, and you know we don't get the idea that there are other clones along there with them. So that's the clones talking about it. On the other side of the equation, the Empire is considering what might happen if the clones rise up against them. During the episode prior to Plan 99, the summit, the executives there, Tarkin and Krennic and Ramadi, are talking about how clones could potentially rise up against them and they are you know, creative thinkers they are independent minded in general at least more so than they were happy with certainly from tarkin's perspective and definitely under the jedi but yeah now they don't have the jedi to help train them to be that independent and creative i think they're going to figure out how to be <laughs> independent and creative on their own but the point is that tarkin says yeah if they do that we're just going to wipe them out just like we've wiped out everyone else does seem like it might presage some sort of clone empire conflict in the works and would also then help explain questions that we've talked about over the course of season two about where are the clones what happened to them over the course of 20 years by the time we get to the original trilogy and one last thing to wonder about for season three is how is the bad batch going to operate in season three particularly are they going to go back to pabu which is their only safe place now and then we're going to start season three off with the heartbreak of them having to tell fijanoa that tech is dead <laughs> so we're going to already start off with tears in our eyes in this season to come or are they going to tell Echo, hey, take us to wherever Rex is and we're going to team up with him for a while. And then the question becomes, do they just work with Rex or are they going to use Rex's base as a place from which they operate and try to figure out how to save Omega? It seems like the answer could be a little bit of both, but it doesn't also have to be that particular way. In other words, they could do some work for Rex and do some searching for Omega and they could do it either from a base established on Pabu or from working with Rex. I have a feeling that it's probably going to be toward Rex, and the reason why I think that is because another heartbreaking <laughs> aspect of the last episode, the fact that Hunter says to Omega, you know, we're thinking about settling down. You know, do you want to go to Pabu? Do you want to settle down there? And she agrees, and they're about to get out of this whole game before the Empire shows up on Ormbintel and everything comes crashing down. So it's hard to see them going to Pabu without Omega. I imagine that's a situation where they would just want to go there once everything is all said and done. So I have a feeling they're going to align with Rex for season three. And it's a good quid pro quo kind of situation too. You know, they can help Rex and feel good about that and then, you know, feel good about using resources that Rex may have in order to continue their search for Omega. So that's what I've got for you on things that seem to be setting up for season three of The Bad Batch based on what happened over the course of season two. And if you have ideas about where you think season three might go, I'd love to hear them from you. So if you're catching this on YouTube, hey, comments are right there. And if you're catching an audio version, of this, then head over to the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com. I'd love to hear what you think. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.
7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.